And now, the Transatlantic Division. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Transatlantic Division. It's good to be back. Good to be back. It is absolutely good to be back. I think this is episode five of this season, and we are into we are into the the, the peak of playoff basketball. Uh, basketball Hanukkah. We've got we've got like something like seven nights in a row. If both these series go seven games, there's games tonight. Tonight's Wednesday. Wednesday night, game four. Thursday night and Friday night are game five for both series. Game sixes will be Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be incredible. Have you been uh, staying up for them, or do you watch them in the morning? I've been staying up for the Western Conference. I'm going to have to start staying up for the Eastern Conference, though, because these are proving to be surprisingly competitive games. Yeah, them, uh, it, they've both been uh, a lot of uh, surprises uh, in both. Uh, let, let's start in the West. Start in the um, West, absolutely, because tonight is game four. Uh, first off, the hot take machine... Uh, the no suspension, but a flagrant two for the kick to the balls by Draymond Green. What do you think? Yeah, I thought it was pretty blatant. Um, it's, it seems to have split people, but uh, I think the type of guy he is and the way his leg moved, he knew exactly what he was doing. You think it, that was, okay, so you think it was blatant the leg movement, like trying to go for the ball? Yeah, I think he tried, to, maybe not the balls, but he tried to kick him. He, he was definitely trying to kick Steve Adams. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think he was just kind of flailing his body to try to draw a foul. And somebody, somebody vined a play maybe three or four minutes before that where he was leaping in the air. He thought he'd been fouled. And he did flail all of his appendages, including his legs, to try to go, ah, look at me, I'm getting messed up. Yeah, I think he kind of tied that into his excuse, his uh, usual uh, ah. kind of flopping. Uh, he did have some interesting quotes after a game. Do you think he's not a to... flopper, but he certainly knows how to kind of manipulate his body to get I mean, sure, don't they all these days? Yeah, that's true. And I, some of his quotes are pretty interesting about, like, he wasn't the one that started it. And I think he oh, made, that was uh, stupid. Yeah, that yeah. Was, I, I took that as a response to Westbrook's calling him out. And Draymond Green's just not a guy that responds well to being called out. So he's like, oh, look, Westbrook started all this star stuff. No, he didn't. Westbrook? Russell Westbrook, you think, is a flopper. That's, come on. Not even Draymond Green believes that. I think that's just him talking shit. Yeah, I do as well, and I think him talking shit is reflective of the uh, bad emotional energy that's around the Golden State Warriors for the first time since they rose to prominence, what, a year and a half ago? They just seem off. They they did uh, seem off during the game, especially during that that second quarter and into the beginning of the third quarter, incredible run that uh, the Thunder were putting together. They seemed off, and they seemed off because they were, they had a really weird lineup on the floor. So they had, they started off when they tied it up at eight minutes left. <laughs> they actually had what are people are calling the death lineup or the lineup of death, where they go small, they move green to the center, and then it's Iggy, Barnes, Curry, and Thompson in the back. So they go small like that. Now, at the time, Oklahoma City had gone a little bit small. They got rid of Stephen, well, Stephen Adams was, I guess, forced to the bench. Um, but then they, they went with Westbrook. 
Dion Waiters, Roberson, and then Ibaka and Durant up front. So they went without a center, without a traditional center, and with three guys you could consider guards on the floor. But the thing was, like three minutes them. in, three minutes in, Steve Kerr uh, takes out Barnes and puts in Anderson Verjao. Anderson Verjao was in there for five or six minutes of that destructive run that the Thunder were. What the hell was he doing on the floor? He didn't look like he should be there. Um, he flailing, I think, is oh the word God. for uh, Anderson. Uh, he's one of these guys who got traded a few times. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He used to be like the totem pole of Cleveland. Yeah, uh, and absolutely. now he's. Uh, well, Dude. he was absolutely appalling. Well, what was he uh, doing out there? I, I don't know what Steve Kerr was doing. But here, I want to go back to what I mean, you said earlier, like in terms of the negative energy. Do you actually think that the that the Warriors have the look of a sad club? Because to me, there was a little bit too much happy smiles in the locker room after the game and in the comments. And they were like, oh, we love a challenge. And they did point out something that last year they went down 2-1 to twice. They did it in Memphis and they did it in Cleveland. And they, they came back to win. Now, Cleveland's a different animal than this Thunder team. But I, I wonder if they are, I mean, they've been confident to the point of arrogance all year long. And is that the attitude that you kind of need to be a champion? Like, yes, we're down, but hey, we're still fine. Or would you like to see a little bit more urgency? Uh, I would like to see, uh, I just don't think they're dealing very well with the kind of uh, physicality of the Thunder and what... Um, it's either Westbrook or Durant, but the way they're taking over games, and they don't seem to have anyone that can stop it. Stop either of those guys. Um, and, uh, you know, they do play good team defense, but it just seems these guys are just finding holes. The athleticism of the Thunder is something to behold. And it's really, that's, that's how they ran the Spurs off the floor in the last round. And so it, it turns out that I guess the Warriors are going to have problems dealing with it? I don't know. But I, I, I remember how... I think I, in particular, because I'm very, because <laughs> I'm a moron, and whatever happened in the last game is what I think is going to happen from now on. Uh, so I remember after they were down 2-1 in Memphis, I was like, oh man, finally the end of the jump shooting era, and can this team, you can't shoot yourself your way out of a hole? Turns out you can, and they do. Um, yeah, they're, they're, it's been the um, the year of the jump shooter. The, mm. the jump shot has absolutely returned as a... As a weapon, yeah. um, in both conferences, um, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's just just the the West uh, this year has just been so um, incredible, incredible, yeah, and uh, that it's come down to this, and the Thunder are putting in such a, a show, and mm-hmm. it's so good to see. It really is good. Durant is such a likable superstar, uh, as is Russell Westbrook for all his, uh, you know, for all his anger. Yeah, but they are just. Uh, they're so good to watch and to, to watch them take over a, uh, against a team that's uh, as good as it's the Warriors. Super fun. Let me ask you something. Did you see uh, at, towards the end of the game uh, where the Warriors were up, I don't know, maybe 30, but it was another fast break where Russell Westbrook did a behind-the-back between-his-own-legs pass. Now, yeah. the, the shot ended up not coming off, but that was like one of those old white chocolate Jason uh, Jason Williams passes where the pass was so crazy that I don't care that the shot didn't go in. Yeah, we compared them. Uh, I think in the first podcast, a pair of uh, pickup uh, basketball players, yep. and they really 
they do stuff that they just feel like doing, mm. and uh, it doesn't. There's kind of sometimes there's no rhyme or reason to it, and we've criticized them for it. But I suppose if you, if you're up thirty and you've got uh, Kyle Singler on the floor, that's sort of a license to ill. And uh, I, I, you know what, I'm uh, really happy with all my predictions this year because Dion Waiters is uh, a fine basketball player, and I can't believe that Dion Waiters is playing a role. As soon as I watched Dion Waiters score those three buckets in a row, I was like, Ron is gonna fucking bring this up. Yeah, yeah, Steve Adams on the as well. I think I'm one of the, fir- the first couple, and. Uh, uh, a lot of my players are having absolutely outstanding uh, playoffs, and uh, Waiters is uh, he's a good. Uh, you know what? When things are going well, I he, I think he really gets the guys around him going. Yeah. I think there's something about him that like th- there's always something about the, that kind of uh, fake hard man. But when he's actually uh, you know acting hard, people can really get behind him. Absolutely. I think he's a bit of a laugh. I, I think. I he does seem like a bit of a laugh because yeah. I got to tell you, for everything that Durant and Westbrook bring to you on the floor, they don't bring the crack. I don't think. No, they don't. Uh, they're kind of serious guys, aren't they? Yeah. They're uh, gum shield chewing thinkers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I suppose they're thinking who's going to take the next uh, crazy shot and will it go in? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's just been such a good series, and like I mean, on the other side, you know, Curry. Is not just not a, that's the thing about so many of them, they're just not themselves. But I, I wonder back. how uh Curry's health is because he's not really playing like a guy who's at 100%. So I was just gonna say that, but then I was uh, that's the easy you know thing out. They wouldn't want to be you know, he's look, he's on the floor, so you gotta judge him yeah, for yeah. uh <laughs> thing, but yeah, they just something I, I think as well they're getting hassled so much, yeah. um, and it did. So much speed, uh, thunder all around to, to close and out. And I wonder if, if, they're, if they're doing, uh, if the thunder are doing that thing that, uh, that I used to really notice when they played the, when the Warriors would play the Clippers and Chris Paul would be guarding Curry and he would just be awfully handsy with him. Yeah, every pitch, yeah, yeah. every, every cut, even when he does, it's nowhere near the ball. They're just grabbing and pulling at him, trying to, trying to disrupt him and get him out of the flow. It's that tactic of, uh, it's like daring the ref, you know, yeah. if you call everything, I'll be gone in the quarter, um, and yeah. it's the playoff, so, uh, don't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so predictions for tonight? Uh, predictions for tonight, uh, it's, it's, uh, that's why it's so great, uh, because it's, it's so difficult, mm. to, uh, because it's all about our, are the Warriors going to get back to where they were, and can the Thunder stay on the, the course they are, or yeah, are they going to be cast out pace. by, yeah. uh, I'm going to go, uh, Thunder tonight. Thunder tonight? Yeah. Going up 3-1. 3-1. You know what's interesting? I wonder if Draymond Green has to play within himself a little bit and not be as vocal and as demonstrative, because he's now one flagrant foul away from an automatic one-game suspension. The thing about Draymond Green that uh, I I'm st- that is he he was uh, great last year when they're winning and everything, but and I, I love him like I do yeah. love Draymond Green and it's great to see an athlete with so much personality and yep. such a leader. Uh, but he just seems to have some stupid incident in him, uh, maybe worse than the kick. And uh, the way this is going against them, I, I just hope he can keep it in check. And I wonder, with the kick, and it's the second time, even though the first one was completely accidental, so it shouldn't matter, yeah. but it kind of will matter uh, in terms of people, you know, y- your perceptions, you can't help but have those colored by the things that you see and hear. And that's two instances now where maybe deliberately, maybe not, he's hit uh, Stephen Adams. Adams in the balls. And Adams so, seems to be doing something to... I don't know if it's Adams doing something, but what I'm getting at is that are the refs going to have that in the back of their mind? Are they going to be a little bit quicker on the trigger with a flagrant foul for Draymond Green now? I actually think... Because he's uh, only got one left. 
Yeah, you see, it's he he he's a borderline type of player in terms of at the best of times. Yeah, so mm. uh, him kind of having to think about all this stuff does that affect his game? And you know, good question. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the Thunder tonight, but uh, the the winner of that wins the series. I think tonight. I think. Uh, I'm. I agree with you, and I think the Warriors are going to win tonight. Yeah, they haven't, haven't lost two in a row all year. I don't think they're going to start now. Um, I think they're going to be a little bit. I think they're going to be calm, and you're you're going you're to watch the beginning of the game. You're going to go. These guys are too calm. They need a little bit of urgency. I think that is the maturity that comes with. For all everybody talks about how they had an easy run of it last year, there's no easy run to a championship. There aren't any. Absolutely not. And uh, you know, to kind of diminish what they did last year is to forget just. Mm. How they turned basketball uh, on its head, yep. yeah, yeah, Absolutely. they really did, you know. And uh, whatever happens to them this year, I think they're a team that we should be remembered forever, you know. Yeah, although I don't know if they set the league record for wins and don't win the title, are they kind of like that New England Patriots team that went one eighteen regular season sixteen and zero, get to the Super Bowl and lose? It's kind of it shouldn't. Yeah, take well, away. for sure. I mean, I, 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 I don't think that. Uh, that achievement is gonna it, it, it will always be overshadowed by the fact that they lost yeah. in the, in the that they didn't they didn't go the distance <clears throat> and uh, you, you hear a lot of uh, people question whether them going for the 73 has now affected their yeah. run good so, question um, I don't know yeah it's all about I, I, it's all about kind of stamina at this stage and who's got the kind of the fight left in them mm. right so um yeah, no, I'm going for the Thunder. I, I think it's going to be so much fun. Tonight. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna think we're gonna stay up for this one. So, are are you staying up for this one? I am staying up for this one. Okay, I'm going to bed for this one. I'll watch it tomorrow. <laughs> we share a league pass just in case. Uh, yeah. If anyone's not uh, staying up and has a league pass, please email it on to me. Yeah, absolutely. Right to the east. To the east. To the east. Your boys in red look pretty good. They certainly do. Uh, they certainly do. Um, I don't think. I I think you would have been able to make a lot of money betting people that Toronto were going to win two games, much less two games in a row. Uh, especially after the first two games, when yeah. I mean the effort they put up was was, was laughable. actually laughable. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, embarrassing. Uh, Kyle Lowry decompression uh, moment. Oh, um, like it. Well, actually, you know what I was reading afterwards? That what, what thing with Carl Lowry where he left the bench and went back to the locker room in the first half of game two. Yeah. Apparently, he does that all the time. He just goes to the, to the back and takes a piss because he's a starting starting point guard. He doesn't play the last two minutes of the quarter anyway. Never does. Uh, so he goes back and he takes a piss. And that's like something the whole team knows about. But you're under the playoff magnifying glass and all of a sudden... You know, you, you got all the announcers and everybody saying, oh, you're not a leader, you got to be there for your team, and blah, blah, blah. And his whole team got pissed off by that. They were like, we know where he is, we trust him. If he's got to go to the bathroom, he's got to go to the bathroom. Shut up! Like, Yeah, like, uh, they've stuck together on it. Uh, whatever absolutely. the kind of truth behind it was, or, what you know, some kind of uh, withering emotional uh, problem on Larry's part, mm. or whether he did just need to use the bathroom. Um, How cool is this for the city of Toronto, though? It's amazing. It's just, it's um, it's like every single game is the best I've ever done. Yeah, and uh, every, it seems like a real moment, and uh, it's the magic of the playoffs. Guys like Biombo, who cannot seem to score, uh, but doesn't matter. Well, I, that's what I was. I was trying to think. Who can you remember the last player that made such an impact 
Only on the defensive. Dennis Rodman? Oh, well, he was yeah, more of a good score. He yeah, could score and, occasionally. Uh, he usually wouldn't. He would pass more than he would. Uh, and he was a, an offensive rebounder as well. Yes, as well. and Biombo, he does as well. He just he's such a nuisance. And oh just, my god! Uh, yep. The block on Kevin Love uh, was incredible. incredible. The block on on LeBron James that was called for a foul oh, was no, also incredible. Definitely was not a foul. Um, He's just, yeah, he's just a monster, isn't he? He's just, he's I, I love the fact that he got onto Matumbo, contacted Matumbo, and asked him for permission to wag his, <laughs> wag his finger, finger in uh, NBA game. And even better, Biombo gave it to him. Yeah. So yeah. now I, I love his big uh, smile. <laughs> just that big, no sir, I love that finger wag. It's I great to see it, it back in the NBA. You know what else is fun to watch? A matchup that I really like. I loved it in Game 3. There wasn't as much of it in Game 4. Is when Kevin Love has the ball uh, and Luis Scola is guarding him. Yeah. Luis Scola, it looks like he's maybe an inch, inch and a half taller, and every bit as thick as Kevin Love. So Kevin Love tries to back him down, and Luis Scola's having none of it, dude. Yeah. He's got that... Let's get racist. He's got that South American annoying game. Yeah. That, that watching him just try to confound Kevin Love is fun. Yeah, Scola's an interesting one because he's gone from like being this high skilled kind of mm. big man stretch uh, five, yeah, versatile five, guy, um, to just this kind of offensive disaster. Yep. But uh, great team presence. He seems to again give his team a lot of energy. He's always hustling. Mm. Uh, a lot of fouls. But uh, he seems to do something for the Raptors, and uh, yep. they seem to respond to him when he's on the floor. Absolutely. You know, he just, he, like, his shots just seems to deteriorate. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. A lot of the, what the Raptors, I don't know, man, they're, they're, uh, their success here, Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan are just shooting so much. Where the hell have they been? Another one of my predictions, Jim. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan, what a player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He is... Uh, He's uh, jo- jordaning it up uh, this playoffs with his kind of uh, these this uh, amazing, beautiful array of jump shots, and he's great at developing his own shot. Uh, what I don't like about him, and why I kind of hesitated there when you when you use the word Jordan to describe, him, is that I don't know how much he does to make people around him better. I don't think he sets up the floor very well. Isolation, he's one of the best. Uh, but I, I would be curious to look up, like, say, how many of his field goals are assisted. I think he creates a lot of them himself, and, and that's sort of a, a, a one-on-one game that it shouldn't work, but well, and, and which is why they have to put LeBron James on. It's what you need at this stage of the playoffs mm. as well, you know, because, um, I mean, what you see in the playoffs, I think, in the first few rounds is a lot of systems failing. You know, mm. like the Hawks last year, all these guys, you know, they're great, they're, you know, the three-pointers and layups. But actually, when it comes to them, people are really turned on defensively. Yeah, um, yeah. It looks like Kyle can't get open so easy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and now you see, you know, they are putting LeBron James on him, but he's still, he's shooting it in his face. He's uh, he's just he's got he's absolutely fearless. Mm-hmm. And I hope so much they can keep it up. But I think the big thing about Toronto is their hometown club. Yeah, uh, they are a different team. So now they're in a, now they're in a, a fight best of three with two away games. I I don't think they can win one in Cleveland. Um, it depends though. It depends on what Cleveland team shows up. Because I got to tell you, I'm really disappointed in Cleveland's defense in Game Four. I thought it was terrible. I thought it lacked rotations. I thought it lacked cohesion. Um, and it looks like. I wonder if one of the things that the Eastern Conference hasn't been able to show us about Cleveland all year, are they defensively not that good? Uh, that, that's what it's... I suppose they've, they've, 
you know, an individual defender like LeBron James who's, you know, can yes. pretty much do anything. Yeah. But then there's, you know, I mean, Love is putting in a big effort, but he's not a good defender. Yeah. Like, Shumper, is he your number two defender on that team? The, he seems to come on, he seems to be on in crunch time. But he's such an offensive liability. Yeah, yeah, and, um, yeah, they, they are being tested in, and it'll be interesting as well if Valanciunas does come back yeah. you know, for any of the remaining games. I wonder what if, they're uh, going to do with him. You know, we haven't seen on Cleveland Mozgov, and I didn't watch enough Cleveland in the regular season to know if uh, if he was part of the rotation and he's just been phased out now that we got to the playoffs, or if the fact that we saw him last year at all was just because everybody was hurt. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see any of Mozgov in uh, in the playoffs this year. They go small. They play uh, Thompson at at center and mm. what he gives you in terms of like I mean but if, if Biondo's such a better rebounder than Tristan Thompson then what's Tristan Thompson doing out there for you I don't think uh, I think Thompson is a better rebounder than Biondo do you I, think so yeah I absolutely do I, 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 I really think Thompson is the best rebounder since Robin so then why is why is, why is he losing all these rebounds to Biondo I think uh, energy hometown energy en- energy yeah that's exactly what I was going to say uh, I, ju- uh, I just think I, I, I think Thompson is going to abs- have a uh, an enormous um, game five. Really, that's uh, true. He has been kind of quiet. He's well. He has and he hasn't. I mean, he gives them so much. And in the playoffs, you know, at offensive rebounds, yeah. they you know they keep you on the right end of the floor, and they just make such a big difference. They're up there with fouls. You know, they yeah. they just keep you away from your own basket, and they give you second chance with um. Scramble defense. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving for a second, because the two of them stunk up the joint in Game Three. Yeah, uh, I think they were like four for twenty nine and, and and two for eleven from three together in Game Four. During the last like eight minutes of Game Four, they were not on the floor. They were rolling yeah. with Deli and Chaining Fry. Yeah, they're you know what they're having great uh, they're having great playoffs the two of them, but. Uh, yeah, they were so poor uh, mm. in that game. I mean, it, it it was one of these things where they were taking, you know, kind of middling probability shots. Mm-hmm. Like not good shots, not terrible shots. But, um, they're, yeah, they just couldn't get it going. And they are such defensive liabilities. I mean, yeah. when it comes... Uh, yeah, but who are you going to replace them with? And are they so much better at defense? Like, is Delhi that much of a better guard, uh, a defender than than Lowry? Well, yeah, Not he sorry, absolutely Lowry. is. Uh, Irving. Uh, Irving, yeah, he definitely is. I mean, he's an absolute uh, harrier. Uh, sorry, harasser uh, of. Uh, he just gets in people's way, and he he's hands out all the time. Whereas Irving, who has really impressed me at all playoffs, he he really is a you know top top. Our ten player uh, in the league, he is. Well, he's top twenty. He's one top of the, twenty. I give him. Uh, oh, I don't even know if I give him top five guards. Jim, uh, like, sorry, I, I, that was a very messy section. That's okay. Um, uh, like, I want to come in because I want to ask you about a particular player. Go for so, it. okay, Jim. Uh, one thing I have wanted to ask you about: What do you make of the Mary Carroll? When I think about how I felt last year when he left Atlanta to go to Toronto. Yeah. I thought, oh, shit, Toronto just picked up a major piece. Yeah, and they paid major money for him yeah. as well. And I was thinking about I was thinking about watching him guard LeBron, which yeah. he hasn't been doing much. I was thinking about watching the way he could pass out of, uh, out of down low situations, which he did a lot of in Atlanta. And he's been kind of quiet. 
he's been kind of bad, is what he's been. Because, as you say, last year when uh, the uh, Cavaliers swept the, the Hawks, Hawks yeah. he, was, uh, he was the one high for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. He, uh, as you say, he uh, guarded LeBron. But he is just... Do you know what really annoys me about him? All he does, all, whenever the camera's on him, he's playing with his hair. He's fixing, <laughs> he's fixing that one dreadlock that always comes down his forehead. That loose dread. And you know what? You're a professional, you know, you know, you're a professional basketball player. If are that you, is getting in your way. Are you going to tell him to get a haircut? Get is, a, that, is that what you're going to say? <laughs> hey, Damari Carroll, get a haircut. No, I was going to say hair band. Actually. Get a hair band. Because oh, he's, okay. he's constantly putting it behind his ear. But I, I think it must distract you in some way. But he has been... Awful, I think. You know, all, there are so many Raptors playing well, and so many of them. I mean, a guy called uh, a guy like uh, Corey Joseph, who uh, came in when Lowry was mm-hmm. uh, in foul trouble, and just played so well. The played other, so uh, well. You know Toronto what? Toronto made of as well. You, you know that. All I could think about when I was watching Corey Joseph was that he was a backup point guard for the Spurs for a lot of years. And this year, they really could have used him. The, that, their guards were slow that whole series against yeah, the Thunder. Certain, I'm not saying he would have made that big a difference, but I'm saying, Jesus, man, when he had that, was it game two where he went off? And, uh, yeah. And, uh, boy. Okay, sorry, game three. Game three, it? indeed. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, uh, again, it's, no, it's, it's not, it's not, I don't think that this really is finally poised, mm. um, because I think they're going back to Cleveland. I think Cleveland do a job on them there. Yeah. You think they win one more in Toronto? You I called you called this four two in the beginning, and I thought you were crazy to yeah, say Toronto so would win two. two games. I, I just um, they do so much well, and I, I really like Dwayne Casey. You know, it's it's hard to kind of. Uh, Did you see him dancing behind Kyrie Irving and clapping? Yeah. And when he was shooting a three, man, you can't do that, coach. Yeah, come on, coach. But uh, it, again, you know, I think I think these players are really behind them. I think uh, yeah. they have a lot of uh, respect. And you know what? You know who else is doing a great job? Tyrone Lou. Uh, we, uh, he's doing a great job. He's doing a fantastic job. And he actually always comes across really well in his interviews. And uh, he's, you know, kind of a humble guy and always puts it on the players. And I, I just think he's doing a really top mm. job there. Now, obviously, you didn't have to deal with the injuries. Glass have no. to deal with. But, um, yeah, this, I mean, I, I can actually see them winning again in Toronto. I think there's something... Something magical is happening up north. I think the crowd are so behind them. I think they're feeding off that. Uh, I can see them getting that that sixth game, time the series three all, bringing it to game seven. And yeah, but I, I, I think I, I can't see them. I can't see them winning. I can't see. But them a game seven would be so cool for Canadian basketball. It would be amazing, yeah. And it's a bit of a shame it, it will be in Cleveland, but uh, yeah. they're really doing themselves proud. And, Did you uh, read during the year, actually, this is a story that, that got a little bit of traction, talking about Toronto and big basketball moments in their history. Uh, the year that the Bulls set the record for the wins, right? One of their losses was in Toronto to the expansion Toronto Raptors. It was really cool. It was a really sweet thing because the Bulls were taking, you know, they were running the same Golden State Warriors show. I remember going to see them when they came to Washington and there were way more Bulls fans than there were Bullets fans, which is usually true with the Bullets at the time. But like... Would that have been... Uh, did Jordan wear 45 or is that my imagination for... That 45 for the first half of the year. 
That he would have been back to 23 by the end. Yeah, I remember. I mean, that was around the time I initially got into basketball. Mm-hmm. And I knew the, the two new were the, the um, what were the uh, the Vancouver Grizzlies and the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. great to see that they're still around and actually. Yep. Um, there's not a lot of great. Uh, kind of feel good stories in the east at the moment with a lot of kind of tanking and just bad, just, uh, just crappy yeah. goddamn basketball. So it's great to it's great to have a story. I think uh, like the Raptors and what, no matter what they do, I think in the next two or three games they've done themselves proud. Absolutely, and I've enjoyed every minute of their playoff run. So of the four series left, let's let's forget about athletic merit and and who's playing the best, who winning. The championship is the best story for you. Is it Cleveland? Is it, is it well, LeBron I'm, bringing it to Cleveland? I mean, if Toronto did it, it would, it would be Toronto by a mile. First Toronto championship? You think you think that would be a bigger story, the Raptors winning it, than, than Cleveland? The yeah. poor put-upon city of Cleveland with a river that catches on fire and all the, the drive and the shots and everything bad that's happened to Cleveland sports. Yes, I do, because it would prove that Cleveland is cursed. Um, Ooh, the Cleveland sub storylines and them losing. Yeah, there you go. You see, but, but I, I, would, I you can say that about any of the absolutely. Win, Toronto winning their first NBA title is a bigger story than any of the other three. Oklahoma City. God, actually, do you know all of yeah uh, Durant? Because when they were in Seattle, so. Oklahoma City had uh, they had those those Gary Payton, Sean Kemp years, very very similar to. The Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook years were like, yeah. all right, well, who's really the number one player, and blah blah blah, and and so that's you know that's a, that's a fan base that uh, that could use it. Oh, I don't know. Did the Thunder really? You, they, there's something, I, and I, I hate saying because they all are really. I mean, the franchise. There is something artificial about the Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder, from the kind of garish blue of their uniforms, yeah, to the. To the uh, fact that they that they didn't get a team, they stole Seattle's team. Yeah, and that's exactly. not here's the thing. If you're if you're Johnny Oklahoma and you live there and you root for this team, that's not your fault. Who yeah, cares no, how you got your team? I, uh, we uh, talk a bit on the uh, you know the, you see the fans on the league pass and, mm-hmm. uh, when the TV is on uh, commercial break. <laughs> and for a play to the Oklahoma City guys, because I don't think there's ever been a pan through the crowd where I haven't actually sung Oklahoma the musical. Uh, <laughs> Or do that, do that. Or the way song. he comes whistling down the plane. Yeah, I love it. So many of them, they're in their, uh, what are the six-gallon hats? or Ah, uh, the ten-gallon ten hats. hats. What kills me about Oklahoma City play. is when they get the blimp shot, and the Oklahoma City, just the the, the real estate of and the, and the city layout of western cities as opposed to eastern cities yeah. is different, because there's plenty of room in every direction, so everything just spreads out so fast. What, I absolutely, I, I, I know this is a lot of people a strange thing, but I absolutely love those aerial shots. Uh, yeah, of the cities? Yeah. yeah but just, you look at Oklahoma City, and they'll have like four square blocks that have tall buildings in them. And then, like, right next to the stadium and right next to these skyscrapers, there's straight-up dirt parking lots. Yeah, I just... Like, that's yeah, how much yeah. available real estate there is. Like, yeah. Jesus, guys. Yeah, I know. It's great. Uh, yeah, so uh, what, what's your prediction for the... How, how do you see Toronto? Oh, Toronto's done. I, I never... They win another game, no? Man, they might steal another one. I, you know what? I don't think they steal another one in, uh, in Toronto. I think being... I think having tied up this series... I think is going to make the Cavaliers sit up and take notice. There yeah, was yeah. some lazy basketball going on in Game Four. Very and much I also so. Yeah. Think that Kyrie and to a lesser extent Kevin Love 
uh, are going to be challenged. One of the things I like about Tyron Lue is that he puts it on his players. I mean, he told LeBron to shut the fuck up in a practice, yeah, he right? did, yeah. which turned that team around, kind of. I'm what about you know what? Let's talk about LeBron for a few minutes before we finish up. We kind of really haven't, have we? No, we haven't, and it's um, that's the thing about him. He this is incredible, the most dominant player ever, maybe ever, and and we. I swear to God, we spend more time talking about anything other than LeBron. This is the thing, Mark, uh, Mark Jackson, who I have to say, I, has uh, got really warm to. I love uh, Mark Jackson. He, That's uh, a grown man move. That's a big league play. But, uh, he made the point the last day that he would like to see LeBron creating offense. But he, he, what, his point was, LeBron takes it up and his first instinct is to pass. Mm. So everyone is prepared for him to pass. Whereas if he goes up the floor and his first instinct is to shoot, if his first instinct is to shoot, but then trying to create a shot, he collapses the defense and then he gets the open man. Hmm. That he thinks it, he's, again, it's this LeBron and passivity and, you know, is he... Well, he's kind of, I think it's because he's so good and because he's been so, you know, Sports Illustrated, cover Sports Illustrated when he was in high school. I think there's a lot of, he, he can do no right with a large portion of the basketball population. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of, it's, uh, it's crazy as well. I mean, because the amount of stuff he does right. Oh, I mean, um, whenever computers do play the game, you know, whenever they get robots to play basketball <laughs> perfectly, yeah. they will be based off LeBron James. Absolutely. Because just, uh, sometimes you're just looking at it and from nowhere he'll come and get a rebound or yep. he, he steals. Out of nowhere steals. steals. And, and then he, he can still run you know, on the other end. Because they ran that play once eight years ago and he saw it and memorized it. And did you, uh, the, it, it, DeMar Rosen actually caught him with two arms and yeah. he finished And he still finished the shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't he like, flexed on him. Yeah, I'm not mad on LeBron. LeBron is a bad actor. Uh, he's oh my god! Player, that when uh, he tried to sell that flop, Jesus! After he got hit in the face by yeah, Thompson, oh yeah, it got you great traction uh, on, uh, on the social media. Yeah, on the all social media. Yeah, shout out to to uh, Reginald D Hunter who retweeted that. Thanks, Reg. And I'm gonna tag you in this because now we mentioned you. Maybe you'll retweet but, this too. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, I was thinking maybe you could do um, uh, outside broadcast uh, down at the Catlaps. Uh, yeah, down, down at Kilkenny. We'll see if, uh, because Reg the Hunter's going to be there. You know who else is going to be at Kilkenny that uh, is a big basketball guy? Dom Irera. Dom Irera's basketball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a Philly guy. Um, yeah, because uh, one of his jokes on Dr. Katz is actually about the, I think it's the Sixers. I think yeah. he makes some basketball joke on yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Katz. Dom Irera must have done every cat laughs that he's done so he's a real I think he's done more than any other American comedian yeah that's crazy he's great um, great act so you're heading out to Kilkenny I'm not yeah I'm gonna go to Kilkenny I'm in the Wildcats show that's the show for the new people uh, in between now and then I'm in uh, I'm in the Stag's Head tonight and I'm hosting at uh, on show tomorrow night on Camden Street come on out talk about the podcast I'll give you a free CD not a CD of the podcast just you know just a CD yeah, 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 yeah steps or five or something uh, and I am next week I'm crunching it as well on Monday the 31st and I also want to pop the cherry in Wheelands and um, on Sunday week if you're going to the Forbidden Fruit Festival I will be out of my eyes on uh, all sorts of booze and uh, chemicals and uh, don't come up and say hi to me because I'll be paranoid enough.
but if you're asked for the food, I'll be able to come Thanks very much, Roland. Uh, you guys, you're so lucky for the basketball you're about to watch. Uh, we'll be back to you. Talk to you soon.